welcome to this episode of Review. My name is Sean, and today I'm going to be talking about Loki. This is uh, Disney Plus's newest uh, MC show, MCU show starring Tom Hiddleston, uh, who is reprising his role as uh, the God of Mischief Loki. And it picks up right after, um, immediately after Avengers Endgame, or I guess right in between. Um, so think back to uh, Avengers Endgame where... Uh, some of the Avengers are, they tra time traveled back to 2012 um, and were hijacking the, the one of the stones and Loki escaped. Well, now we know where Loki went. He, he got transported and then suddenly he got picked up by a uh, organization called the Time Variance Authority um, or the TVA. And uh, and that's where this, this show picks up. So um, there is going to be sort of a spoiler warning, um, but I'm actually going to do spoilers at the end of this review, and I'll give you, so right now I'm going to tell you what I like about it, and then, uh, give you a score, and then I'm going to just go into a few minor spoilers. Um, there are going to be a couple spoilers, just because I have to probably explain a little bit, uh, for some of my review purposes, but the main spoilers will be at the end. So, um, what did I like about this show? Well... Uh, Tom Hiddleston, he really nailed it once again as Loki. He is, he's proved, you know, he's already proven to be Loki, um, but it's great to see him in the forefront of the show. Um, he is, uh, he, he plays his the best Loki, honestly, and gives him even more depth and character than we've ever seen before. Um, additionally, uh, Owen Wilson plays uh, Mobius M. Mobius, who is um, kind of Loki's handler at the TVA. And uh, honestly, he plays Owen Wilson, but he's very enjoyable. Like the banter between him and Loki are is that's one of my favorite part of the show. One one of my favorite parts of the show is the banter between Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's character. Um, additionally, uh, the budget that went into this film is pretty cool, um, and you kind of the uh, the fact that you get to explore a little bit more about Loki's uh, just character. You know, it, it it's pretty cool just to see how um, he thinks and how he interacts and um, what he's thinking. Um, and additionally, it, it also opens up a new avenue of where the Marvel Cinematic Universe will, is going. Uh, I'm not going to go into too much about that until the spoiler section. So, uh, what did I not like about this film, or this uh, TV show? Um, well, I feel like we, not that we were misled... But I feel like it was going to be more about Loki's adventure with the TVA because now he's he's working for the TVA, um, and because when you when you end up uh, there's this thing called like variants or as I you know it's easier to think of them as like uh, alternate um, realities and these are your alternate sides or I, I think that's how you would describe it. Um, and so, uh, if you don't belong on this timeline, then you get what's called pruned or basically you just die. Um, however, he's able to convince that, uh, he can help out because, um, the TVA is chasing a variant of Loki. So they're like, well, what better, you know, weapon to have than another Loki? So, um, I thought this is where it was going to go, where he was going to be, you know, going throughout different timelines, exploring different realities. And it, it started out that way, but then, you know, halfway through the show, um, it changed gears and it kind of became um, Loki on a mission with his variant and uh, trying to figure out what's going on and what is the TVA um, and then, of course, the big finale. 
Um, so I, I felt like it was going to be more of like just an adventure of like going through different timelines, Loki and you know Owen Wilson getting into trouble and um, just having fun with it. But uh, you know, I I was kind of misled in, in that way. Um, I mean, it's not to say that I didn't like where it went. It's just I was wanting something different. Um, additionally, I feel like it was more of a setup show than a you know show like WandaVision or uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I mean, one could argue both of those are setup shows, but this one really was. And this one, because of what happened in the show, and this is definitely setting up for uh, the new Big Bad um, in Phase 4. So the Thanos of the new you know Marvel films is what's, what's going to happen from this uh, show and what this means for the rest of the shows. Um, the rumors of other movies um, can tell you kind of what happens here, um, especially since there's, you know, I said about alternate realities and stuff. That's pretty well known. That's going to happen. Well, this is where it starts. Um, so who am I going to recommend this show for? Well, I mean, if you're an MCU fan, you've probably already watched it. Um, however, uh, non-MCU fans, uh, if you liked films like The Adjustment Bureau, um, where you know people are coming in and changing the timelines and resetting them and all that. I think this is honestly. I, I honestly felt like I was watching the Adjustment Bureau. It felt a lot like the Adjustment Bureau with uh, Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. Um, so films like that, films that deal with uh, alternate realities, um, not necessarily time travel, but alternate realities. Uh, and if your mind can kind of uh, wrap around that concept, you you might be able to understand it a little bit better. Um, but that, that's who I'm going to kind of recommend this show for. Also, if, if you're a fan of Tom Hiddleston, you also need to watch this show. Um, so I'm going to be giving Loki Season 1, because it has been confirmed there will be a Season 2, Season 1, uh, a 3.75 out of 5. Um, wasn't quite a 4. Uh, it was still a fun time, but I felt like, you know, it just it it could have been bigger. And also, it's, it's more of a setup show, so I, I want to see what happens in Season 2. So now I'm going to be doing my spoiler talk. Um, I'm not going to be too long about it, but just some big spoilers. So, uh, yes, uh, this is setting up. So if if you haven't watched the show and you don't want to know spoilers, stop it right now and then come back at uh, like minutes, six, six minutes and 30 seconds. So uh, this show has set up for the big bad, which is uh, Kang or Kong. I can't remember how you pronounce it. Um, who's going to be the big bad, who's going to be the Thanos of the new Marvel shows, or sh shows and movies, um, so Phase 4 and, and beyond so far. Um, and the cool thing is we got to see um, got to see him, or at least a variant of him, in the last episode, played by uh, Jonathan Majors, who has been um, cast as Kang or Khan the Conqueror in the next Ant-Man movie. Um, his variant, He Who Remains, um, is the guy who's behind the TVA. We find out it's not the Time Lords, or I can't remember what they're called, um, but there's the TVA was supposedly being run by like three um, omnipotent beings who are um, constructing the timeline as we know it, and turns out that's a lie. It's actually just being run by this one guy, this one uh, human from the future who um, has is trying to keep a singular timeline so um, his other variants don't come and, you know, stage a multiverse war. Um, however, that doesn't happen, or that is going to happen, um, because one of Loki's variants, uh, Sylvie, who is the main variant and, and teams up with Loki in this show, um, kills uh, He Who Remains, and so now the timeline is branching off. 
Um, we did get a, a preview of what would happen um, with the timeline from Avengers Endgame when Hulk was talking with the Ancient One, and that's pretty much a good explanation of what would happen. Um, and this Time Variance Authority uh, pretty much goes around, and if something, um, like if you step on a twig wrong, it could set you know a new timeline in motion, so they come back. They trim you, so they, they pretty much send you to the Time Variance Authority, you, you'll pretty much die and then they reset the timeline. So they're constantly going back and forth, back and forth, uh, future, past, present, and trying to make sure it's only one timeline. Well, now, um, after this show, we have many, probably infinite timelines, which will set up, obviously, the multiverse, which hopefully will set up um, what everybody's predicting, the super, or the Spider-Man movie, which we might have Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. I mean, it's being kept under wraps, but that's, like where, it's, that's where we think it's going to head. And then... Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So um, it's it's going to be a very it's a it's a very big undertaking for Marvel. Um, it's it's almost kind of scary to think about just because it's going to be a lot to think about and uh, you know conceive in your mind of wow all this all this is happening. Um, but the big takeaways from the show were uh, of course Owen Wilson. He's he's really cool. He's really funny. Um, and his interactions with Loki, but also the variants of Loki we got. We got the classic Loki, um, played by Richard Gant, and uh, he does he does a really good job. He's only in there for one episode, but he did a really good job. Um, and we also got to see you know Sylvie and her, in his and her interaction with Loki, um, and just other uh, kind of timelines and events. Um, there was not I don't want to say there's a huge amount of spoilers. Um, so that's why this is not going to be a big spoiler talk, and it's kind of all over the place. But heck, I mean, the show was kind of all over the place because it was, you know, dealing with timelines. Um, but, I mean, the main takeaway was the fact that this TVA authority um, is kind is a front, not a front, but is uh, being run by just one guy who has been trying to keep the timeline in one singular position. But now that it's split, his variants will be coming back, and there will be a big, big war. So... Will this take up all of Phase 4? Definitely. Will it lead into Phase 5 and maybe a Phase 6? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I would find it hard to believe that they would just make Kang um, the Conqueror the main villain for just one phase. Because uh, Thanos, I mean, he was in the background of Phase 1 and Phase 2. Um, but, of course, it was the Infinity Saga. So I feel like, you know, you have to at least, you know, probably do two phases here to have a new saga. Um, that could take up, you know, another, uh, six, I don't know, six to eight years um, to complete. So um, that's where it's leading. But uh, Loki gets thrown back into a timeline. However, it's not the timeline that he was originally in from this, uh, from what he was dealing with. And so no one, he comes back and Owen Wilson's character doesn't know who he is. And then we do see that Kang the Conqueror has taken over that timeline and then that's that's the end of the show and we are getting a season two where the season two will go i don't know because um depends on when it'll come out um spider-man is coming out uh coming out at the end of the year and then we'll have multiverse of madness coming out either next year or 2023 but i think it is 2022 um and so i would imagine this is coming out around between those two or maybe even after multiverse of madness we'll, we'll have to wait and see um, but, uh, big things for the MCU, um, you know, each, so each show has its place in the MCU. I mean, WandaVision clearly sets up Multiverse of Madness, um, Winter Soldier, yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier clearly set up Captain America and possibly the Dark Avengers, um, which if you saw Black Widow, 
that end credit scene seems like it could be going there as well. Um, so I feel like we're going to have um, separate, you know, Marvel storylines. We're going to have the stuff that's more grounded and remote to Earth. So sticking with like Captain America stuff, um, Black Widow, Hawkeye, uh, none of the supernatural or none of the space going stuff. And then we're going to have this, you know, big multiverse war where they'll, they'll eventually come in. Um, but not, not a whole lot of spoilers here. Um, I had a fun time with it. It just, you know, I was kind of let down because I thought it was going to be more of just like a um, time, you know, buddy cop kind of time, uh, jumping through time kind of fun show. Um, and it was, but not, not, not to the extent that I was led to believe. Um, I still, I mean, if you're an MC fan, you have to watch it. You just, I mean, these shows are musts. You just understand what's going to happen next. So, and, uh, yeah, so not a whole, whole lot of spoilers. Those are the main spoilers, main takeaways that I got. I mean, I enjoyed seeing Sylvie. Uh, I thought her, the actress that played her did really well. I mean, her character, I thought, had a lot of powerful moments. Richard Gantz, um, one episode was really good. Uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki throughout and his, his development, even through just six episodes, I thought was really great character development. Um, and then, of course, He Who Remains, played by Jonathan Majors. Uh, I thought he played him very, very well. The last episode, the finale, was good, not great, but I feel like every uh, TV show for the MCU so far, their finales are, uh, they're hyped up, they're super hyped up, and then people are let down. But I feel like, you know, these are TV shows, these aren't the movies, so they're just leading into bigger things. Um, I mean, they're just, you know, they're good, they're just not great. However, I was, I'll admit, I was surprised to see Jonathan Majors because of all the um, speculation and hints that were around WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier that just never happened, um, such as certain actors coming in. And so I was like, I don't think they're going to do it to us now. But no, they did. However, he wasn't playing Kang the Conqueror. He was playing a variant of Kang the Conqueror. So I, I see what they did there. It was kind of smart on their part. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see what uh, will come of Phase 4. I mean, the next film, I believe, is Shang-Chi. Because we already have Black Widow out, which doesn't do anything to the Phase 4, in my opinion. I don't think it does anything really big. Um, but Shang-Chi, and then the Eternals, and then, of course, Spider-Man, which, despite the Eternals looking amazing, I think Spider-Man is the most anticipated because we don't know what's going on, and yet we know it has something to do with the multiverse. So I guess we'll just have to wait a couple more months and hope we get our answers. So, once again, this has been Review. Thank you.